listening to the podcast 82488. The fighter was swift and amazingly scientific. His body was one violent flow of rapid rhythmic action. He hit the yokel a hundred times while the yokel held his arms in stunned surprise. But suddenly the yokel, rolling about in the gale of boxing gloves, struck one blow and knocked science, speed and footwork as cold as a well digger's posterior. The smart money hit the canvas. The long shot got the nod. The yokel had simply stepped inside of his opponent's sense of time. And that was a selection from today's novel, Invisible Man, by author Ralph Ellison. Page 8. There is a certain acoustical deadness in my whole, and when I have music, I want to feel its vibration, not only with my ear, but with my whole body. I'd like to hear five recordings of Louis Armstrong playing and singing. What did I have to do to become so black and blue all at the same time? Sometimes now I listen to Louis while I have my favorite dessert of vanilla ice cream and a slow gin. I pour the red liquid over the white mound, watching it glisten and the vapor rising as Louis bends that military instrument into a beam of lyrical sound. Perhaps I like Louis Armstrong because he's made poetry out of being invisible. I think it must be because he's unaware that he is invisible. And my own grasp of invisibility aids me to understand his music. Once when I asked for a cigarette, some jokers gave me a reefer, which I lighted when I got home and sat listening to my phonograph. It was a strange evening. Invisibility, let me explain, gives one a slightly different sense of time. You're never quite on the beat. Sometimes you're ahead and sometimes behind. Instead of the swift and imperceptible flowing of time, you are aware of its notes, those points where time stands still or for which it leaps ahead, and you slip into the breaks and look around. That's what you hear vaguely in Louis's music. Once I saw a prize fighter boxing a yokel. The fighter was swift and amazingly scientific. His body was one violent flow of rapid rhythmic action. He hit the yokel a hundred times while the yokel held his arms in stunned surprise. But suddenly the yokel, rolling about in the gale of boxing gloves, struck one blow and knocked science, speed and footwork as cold as a well digger's posterior. The smart money hit the canvas. The long shot got the nod. The yokel 
had simply stepped inside of his opponent's sense of time. So under the spell of the reefer, I discovered a new analytical way of listening to music. The unheard sounds came through, and each melodic line existed of itself, stood out clearly from all the rest, said its page 24. Taking a fake fall, I saw a boy going down heavily beside me as though we were felled by a single blow. So I sneaker clad foot to shoot into his groin as the two who had knocked him down stumbled upon him. I rolled out of range, feeling a twinge of nausea. The harder we fought, the more threatening the man became. And yet, I had begun to worry about my speech again. How would it go? Would they recognize my ability? What would they give me? I was fighting automatically when suddenly I noticed that one after another of the boys was leaving the ring. I was surprised, filled with panic, as though I had been left alone with an unknown danger. Then I understood. The boys had arranged it among themselves. It was the custom for the two men left in the ring to slug it out for the winner's prize. I discovered this too late. When the bell sounded, two men in tuxedos leaped into the ring and removed the blindfold. I found myself facing Tadlock, the biggest of the gang. I felt sick at my stomach. Hardly had the bell stopped ringing in my ears than it clanged again, and I saw him moving swiftly toward me. Thinking of nothing else to do, I hit him smash on the nose. He kept coming, bringing the rank, sharp violence of stale sweat. His face was a black blank of a face, only his eyes alive. With hate of me and a glow with a feverish terror from what had happened to us all, I became anxious. I wanted to deliver my speech, and he came at me as though he meant to beat it out of me. I smashed him again and again, taking his blows as they came. Then, on a sudden impulse, I struck him lightly, and as we clenched, I whispered, Think like I knocked you out. You can have the prize. I'll break your behind, he whispered hoarsely. For them, for me, son of a bitch. Page 88 You just like white man, Edna, that's all, the skinny one said. Edna shook her head and smiled as though amused at herself. I sure do, I just love him. Now this one, old as he is, he could put his shoes under my bed any night. Shucks, me, I'd kill an old man like that. Kill him nothing, Edna said. Girl, don't you 
know that all these rich old white men got monkey glands and billy gold balls. These old bastards don't never get enough. They want to have the whole world. The doctor looked at me and smiled. See, now you're learning about endocrinology, he said. I was wrong when I told you that he was only a man. It seems now that he's either part goat or part ape. Maybe he's both. It's the truth, Edna said. I used to have me one in Chicago. Now you ain't never been to no Chicago, gal. The other one interrupted. How you know I ain't? Two years ago, shucks, you don't know nothing. That old white man right there might have him a couple jackass balls. The fat man raised up with a quick grin. As a scientist and a physician, I'm forced to discount that, he said. That is one operation that has yet to be performed. Then he managed to get the girls out of the room. If he should come around and hear that conversation, the vet said, it would be enough to send him off again. Besides, their scientific curiosity might lead them to investigate whether he really does have a monkey gland. And that, I'm afraid, would be a bit obscene. I've got to get him back to school, I said. All right, he said. I'll do what I can to help you. Go see if you can find some ice. And don't worry. The end. Invisible Man. Ralph Ellison. Ralph the Light of Literature. You will find a story that touches your soul. Please support the authors in this show by viewing the books on the website 82488.com. That's numbers 82488.com.